get me. From Studio A in Arcata, behind the Redwood Curtain, it's time for... Suckatash. Yes, Suckatash, the comedy soundcast, soundcast featuring snippets from comedy... Soundcast. And also interviews with comedians, comedian soundcasters, and other showbiz folk. And now, here's this episode's host from up the coast, the man who puts the X in Xbox and the tie on antisocial, comedy soundcast soundcaster, Tyson Saner. Saner. Insaner. Insaner. Thank you, Bill Haywood. Salute on Estes Me, Tyson Saner. Welcome to FB327 of Suckatash. I'm your host for the duration of this program, and I've got some clips for you, as this is a clips episode of Succotash. Last week in episode 326, executive producer and creator of Succotash, Mark Hershon, sat down with returning guest Dana Carvey to talk about his upcoming soundcast, The Weird Place, amongst other things. It's a pretty entertaining time, as always, and you can still find that episode to listen to over at our home site at www.succotashshow.com or wherever you might usually find the soundcasts you listen to, including where you found us. Assuming that you found us at Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Deezer, iHeartRadio, and even Spotify, apparently. But that was last episode, and this is this episode. And this episode has clips from various soundcasts from around the internet, specifically Add to Cart, iPodius, and Too Spooky to Handle. I've also got a classic fake advertisement from our faithful, longtime fake sponsor, Henderson's Pants for You, that has proved to be pretty evergreen, somewhat unfortunately, in spots. I will let you decide for yourself what those unfortunate spots are. All right, without further delay, let's get to the clips. First up, Add to Cart with Kulab Vlysak and Suchin Pak from Limonada. Its show description says, Join the hosts of Add to Cart. Comedian, writer, director Kulap Vilaisak, and veteran journalist Suchin Pak in a subversive take on consumerism. Each week, they have honest, revealing, sometimes TMI, conversations about all the big and little things they're adding to or removing from their carts. They decide what's worth the monetary-slash-emotional investment and what's not. From beauty products and health trends to celebrities and philosophies they're passionate about, our hosts dig into anything we buy into and what it says about who we are. The clip I've selected is from an episode from September 27th, 2022, called Add to Cart Baby. The episode description says Ku has some personal news. With a full heart and cart, she's getting ready to welcome home a new member of the family. And of course, she's sharing what's in her cart for this life-changing occasion. Please note, Add to Cart contains mature themes that may not be appropriate for all listeners. Fair enough. You know, Scott doesn't joke like I do about it, but I'm like, I feel like we're just two dads over here. Just like he and I both, I think, got in a mode of like, okay, well, uh, let's prep for um, when she's coming. Like, we got to just yeah. uh, get a lot of stuff done, um, put irons mm-hmm. in the fire for afterwards, because uh, you know we'll we'll have maternity and paternity leave, and uh, yeah, yeah, and then, but then it's like, oh wait, no, she's really coming, and we have not like. And again, this was last week. I was saying, like, oh, Scott and I haven't actually talked about how long we'll be uh, not podcasting, which really is our work. So it's like, yeah, um, how long we're just, like, we haven't, like, all that. We haven't wrapped yeah. our heads around 
like what what's going to happen when it's just the three of us and like we we're you don't know yeah that's right we don't know and you don't know yeah like uh it's it's oh yeah like i and now I haven't read a single book. I haven't, like, you know, like I, um, you know, oh, oh, oh guys, trust. Uh, I have a night nurse. <laughs> trust that I have a of night course. nurse. Of course. You're going to have help and support yeah. and your family's coming in and, and all of that. Yeah, and like books, but... I never read a single book. I mean, you don't have to do it the way we're doing it, by, by all means. But it can be done without books because <laughs> I have two of them yeah. without books. Yeah, like... <laughs> It, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to prepare for something you've been holding your breath for for so long, you know. Yeah, and it helps to have yeah. like checklists and like yeah. things that that's good. That part's good. But I, I wanted to share. You know, it's obviously add to cart baby, <laughs> and I um I have I have a I have a diaper bag. Um, <laughs> You know, uh, all filled, ready to go to the hospital. And I, I just wanted to share some of the stuff. You know, and guys, Amazing. look, I want to tell you, listeners, it has been hard. Uh, you know I've been adding to cart quite a bit while not being able to share with you because I wasn't ready to. And now it feels good to be able to share some of the things. Just a uh. fraction of what I've been adding to cart. Listen, give an add to carter a mission. To shop and boy, the wheels come off of that wagon. Oh, real quick! I was so I have been self-soothing <laughs> by going to my baby registry and adding, subtracting, moving categories around, <laughs> adding things that like I don't even expect people to buy. I'm going to buy. I just need everything to be in one place, like. And in fact, I have already bought a lot of stuff off of that <laughs> that my friends have been a chance, <laughs> no chance in purchasing for me. I can't wait for you bitches. <laughs> not Suchin. Suchin has purchased many things. <laughs> she's she's not. I'm not I talking about you. And I'm I said, not talking about you. Add to cart. <laughs> add to cart. I got that list. I said add to cart number one. I know your friends are generous and I, I, I didn't want to get stuck was something I wasn't happy with, okay? Number two, I already knew that you were going to start buying it as soon as that link went out because you were like, all right, I'll give you 24 hours. This is how I felt. So. This is how I felt. To be angry at my friends. (laughs) My dear, dearest. My dearest, because I need to buy. Either you get it or I get it. (laughs) Yeah, don't make her wait. She's re- clicking refresh right now. She has enough to worry about. I, As friends, we should not be leaving her on a refresh <laughs> on a registry. That is not how how friendships go down here. I think I'll be okay, Sue, but like, oh boy, it, this is going to be interesting. Being a first-time yes. mom at 42. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> I love it. This is going to be interesting. That That's... That's a that's the title of your parenting book. This is going Chapter to be one. interesting. Interesting. Yeah, like it's all everything is like I my ability to compartmentalize because of the aforementioned trauma you described earlier. Um, yeah. you know, so many rooms. This baby mm-hmm. is a vortex, and all the walls are coming crashing down. Oh my god. <laughs> 
no. Okay, Sue, let's talk Too about bad. my ad to cards. Let's do it. <laughs> so you can find the show on Twitter at add to cart pod. That is all lowercase a d d t o c a r t p o d. Host Kulap Velisak can be reached at Kulap, which is capital K U L A P. And host Suchin Pak can be reached on Twitter at all lowercase s u c h i n p a k. Now you can find the show on Twitter as well at Limonada Media. That is capital L E M O N A D A, capital M E D I A. And at limonadamedia.com forward slash show forward slash add to cart forward slash is what is listed as the show's main website. I believe this is the first soundcast I have clipped from Lemonada Media. Next up, iPodius from Maximum Fun. Its show description says, iPodius is a 12-episode weekly series in which hosts John Hodgman and Elliot Callan recap the BBC miniseries I, Claudius, an adaptation of Robert Graves' I, Claudius and Claudius the God. John's watched the show before. Elliot's watching for the first time. The miniseries features an obscenely talented ensemble cast and is chock-full of sex, backstabbing, and murder. This ain't your daddy's I, Claudius. Well, actually it is, as the series premiered in 1976, but this ain't your daddy's I, Claudius-based podcast. Parental discretion advised. I have clipped for you the first episode, which is from February 17th of 2020, some time ago. Episode 1 is called A Touch of Murder slash Family Affairs. And the episode description says, The inaugural episode of iPodius is here. Host John Hodgman and Elliot Callan recap episode one of the 1970s BBC miniseries, I, Claudius. Masby Theatre debuts this British thing, this British miniseries about ancient Rome that captures the attention of, if not the nation, then every PBS watcher in, in the world. And it truly is, it became a phenomenon. For, mm-hmm. for two reasons. One, it's, it's very, very good. And you, as you are the, one of the three co-hosts of the Flophouse, it's been a while since you've probably seen a good thing. Oh, very much so. The acting is superb. And the story is salacious and twisting and, and frank and often nude. There's some, nu- <laughs> there's some, there's some there's a, a, let's say, a sexual candor to this uh, production. And it is also candid about the use and abuse of power. And there are a lot of different people who are jockeying for this particular throne, which is the emperor's bench of Rome. And uh, every, everyone was talking before there was the Internet. There were just uh, wine and cheese parties in Brookline, Massachusetts, where everyone was talking about it. Mm-hmm. And a generation of us who are a little a little older uh, than you, Elliot, but quite a bit younger than my parents grew up wandering uh, out of bed in, in, into the living room while this thing was being shown and seeing John Hurt as Caligula performing horrible acts and being traumatized. Uh, so, so we're going to be working through a lot of your memories from childhood no, no, during those, this podcast. Those, those, those are they. But what I would oh, like to... Do, yeah. But I mean, when I have spoken about I, Claudius, to people in the past, if they are of my generation, they often will say, oh, yeah, that tra- that scared me. Well, in a strange way, so I, again, I'm, I'm slightly younger than you, but it feels like the experience was a little bit what like Twin Peaks was for my generation, where I was a kid when Twin Peaks was on, and it was very much something my parents and their friends were all talking about, right. and I would see glimpses of it, and I'd be like, what is this? Is this what, like, is this the television I'm going to watch when I'm a grown-up? Because if so, 
I'm on board. Count me in. Thank you. Yes, sir. But it was this very strange thing that I could only see in glimpses and not fully understand the whole of. And I wonder if that's what it was like for you with I, Claudius. Because like, you weren't watching it episode to episode, right? Or were you? When I was, a, when I was but a youth? When you were a kid, when, yeah. When I was five years old when this came out? No. <laughs> I was... <laughs> I don't know. I know your I, your family was in Massachusetts, traditionally very liberal. So maybe they were like, it's time for you to learn about uh, power and decadence and human sexuality in ancient Rome. You're five. This is this is no, the time to wait, learn. They waited until I was nine. Just just like all <laughs> good families. Although, although I have watched this with my son twice. Uh, at, at the first time when he was about 10. And let me tell mm-hmm. you something, Ellie Killen. He loved it. Loved it. Really, because it's it's so it's a little slow when it first starts, and oh, we'll no. get to that as we talk about the first episode. No, no, it's it's, it's a little slow all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, tru- the, it what, truly takes its its time. One of the things that I found, because uh, again, I've never watched this series before, so I've, right now I want to watch it. Also, we're doing the podcast, so I've only seen the first episode. And one of the things I found alternately delightful and frustrating was that it takes its time. So there would be times when it was like, all right. Like, I know someone's going to poison somebody else, so can we get to that? And other times where I was like, I really like that they are engaging in kind of British small talk in ancient Rome right now. Yes. That these, these conversations between characters are structured as conversations that have digressions or trail off or have kind of awkward, quiet moments and aren't just like Game of Thrones where every, every line is a proverb, you know, or right. a threat. Right, right. Oh, no. What's the matter? Is it too boring for you? We had one last year. That was last year. And anyway, the speaker was very dumb. There, there is a lot of subtlety to the dialogue. And you're right. There's a lot of anglicization of ancient Rome, to be <laughs> sure. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's like they have depopulated. Uh, there, there are no Italians in ancient oh, no. Rome. It's oh, all no. just characters from a Jane Austen novel. <laughs> uh you had, you had mentioned earlier, ba- bo- uh, faster than boiled asparagus. Or is it steamed asparagus? Quicker than boiled asparagus. I love that in the middle of a very real argument he, where he's mad, where uh, Emperor Augustus, and we'll get to it, is mad at his yeah. wife. He says, quicker than boiled asparagus. And she goes, oh, I hate that saying. It's a stupid saying. Goes, it's my expression. I lose it whenever I like. Ah. And I love that. That felt like a very British couple in a play thing yes. to do, to suddenly ha- be irritated about a phrase. Yes. And it's, it's terrific character building because... Uh, uh, not not only is Augustus revealed to be both idealistic and childish and quick and quick to enrage and then quick to be pacified like a child, like, say, a man child, almost autocratic leader of a once great civilization. <clears throat> I have no I, I can't think of any parallels to that. But also establishes his catchphrase right away quicker than boiled <laughs> asparagus. That's what the Augustus talking. That's what the Brian Blessed talking doll said when you pulled the string, because I assume they really merchandised the hell out of I Claudius when it came out. Oh, you had it, all, all the talking dolls. Yeah, well, that was the that was the thing. Jack Pullman, the, the creator, you know, wasn't paid a lot up front, but he very cannily. <laughs> Served the merchandising rights, and that's and that's why he made a fortune off of Man. Disney World, Disneyland, Empire's Edge, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, the new theme, the new Claudius theme park. That's right. You can find John Hodgman on Twitter at Hodgman. That is all lowercase H O D G M A N. And Elliot Callen can be reached at Elliot Callen on Twitter at capital E L L I O T T capital K A L A N. Honored friends, Bill Haywatt here for Henderson's innovation in trousers and pantaloons since 1896. 
In this great country, the pants you wear make a statement about where you stand, not just physically, but also on the very issues that shape us as a free and style-conscious people. Now it's easy to tell friends, family, co-workers, even anonymous passers-by how you feel about today's most important issues with Henderson's new Republican Fit Jeans. Republican Fit Jeans lean firmly but gently to the right and feature drastic cuts in the seat and thigh while still responding Respecting your stomach's inalienable right to expand in our great nation's free market economy. Republican fit jeans are pro-life, pro-gun, and anti-immigration, but loose enough to let you enjoy giving a swift kick to the socialist big brother nanny state with every step you take. And if blue state politics are more to your liking, we also offer Henderson's new Democratic Fit Jeans. Democratic Fit Jeans lean gently but firmly to the left and feature a generous increase to your seat and thigh while still regulating your stomach's ability to monopolize surrounding body parts. Democratic Fit Jeans are pro-choice, pro-healthcare reform, and compostable but tight enough to let you enjoy giving a swift kick to the fascist corporate oligarchy with every step you take. In these troubled times, don't let your pants get caught on the fence. Let your fellow citizens know how you're voting with an uncompromising pair of Republican fit or Democratic fit jeans from Henderson's. Innovation in trousers and pantaloons since 1896. And now, back to more of Suckatash. Thank you again, Bill Haywatt. Finally, another one from Earwolf Presents. Too Spooky to Handle. Its show description says, Are you tingling for terror? Slutty for slashers? Freaky for fright? Mono Agapian and Betsy Sodaro are bringing you their classic stupid love of all things horror all month long to Earwolf Presents. There will be possessed dolls, haunted houses, updates from your favorite monsters, and the ultimate villain showdown in our Merch Madness-style Scary Bowl. And then you can follow Earwolf on Twitter for more hashtag too spooky to handle updates. Well, that's good. That hashtag is stylized as a hashtag in the numeral two, capital S-P-O-O-K-Y, numeral two again, capital H-A-N-D-L-E. Clip I've selected for you is from the first episode from October 6th, 2022, called Ghost Haunting is Like Dating. And its episode description says, they're back. In the first episode of this special spooky series, hosts Betsy Sodaro and Mono Agapian buy a possessed doll to haunt Earwolf Studios, check in with their favorite monsters, featuring Lauren Lapkus, and decide on the ultimate villain in the scary horny bowl. You can also follow Earwolf on Instagram and Twitter to catch Ginger the Possessed Doll terrorizing Earwolf Studios. Ooh, can't wait. We're talking about all kinds of haunted things, not just haunted trails, because we've been surprised. Our amazing producers have given us a list of some spooky items. We're going to read about them. You'll be able to find the links, and then we're going to talk about which one we're going to buy. Yeah, people at Earwolf are like, buy us a haunted doll, and I think that's crazy. Yes, I know. Like, I, don't want, I honestly don't want any part in it, because I think that fuels it. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, and I'm somewhere in the middle. I'm like, I'm like such a skeptic, but I also like, but Mona, oh, I don't want to touch like it. have seen ghosts. Exactly. I'm I'm a I'm a skeptic who's seen a ghost. You've seen I'm a one couple of, those of ghosts. 
at least two. But I'm Mind that's no. me. And he's still that's, like, I don't believe in ghosts. It's like you've one of the scariest ghost stories I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> but I think it helps to not believe. Like, because I really do believe like when you're like, show yourself, like you see more shit. And I don't want to see more shit. So I need to just shut it down and be like, I don't believe in you. See, and I Get think sometimes if you're too desperate, the mm-hmm. ghosts are like, I'm not showing up. Uh-huh. If you're too desperate. Yes. You know? Okay, that's interesting. The thirsties. The, the thirsties. thirsties. Ghosts aren't into the thirsties. That's interesting. It's like dating. Ghost haunting it is truly like dating. Is. Like, you like, can't be too whatever. Like, clean and desperate. You gotta be like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't give a shit. And then they're like, whoa, we're gonna get you. Yeah. And then if you're like me, you stare immediately. And then you scare all over real fast. Oh, shit. Oh, beautiful. I'm scaring. So we have a couple items here. Should we click on this first one, Betsy? Yes. This creepy travel doll, Rita. This is on the eBay. Uh Uh-huh. Ooh. Aggressive blinks. What? That's nasty. Let me look at it. She has a big description. It says haunted paranormal 10 inch creepy travel doll, aggressive Rita plastic jointed sleepy eye doll. We purchased this item online auction from Wyoming. Although listed as haunted, there was no description on what she was capable of and the experience the owners had. They weren't sure of her age, but only were able to disclose they had purchased her from an estate sale locally in the neighborhood. Ooh. Apparently, the woman who passed was not a friendly neighbor. Come on. Nobody. Come on. <laughs> Nobody really knew her. That's what they're like. She's an asshole. And it's like, you didn't make the move. Yeah, you don't even know Come her. on. But everyone was curious enough to go into her home to see what was for sale. Okay. They bought her, had a terrible few weeks, and were insistent that they believed it was their miserable neighbor who attached to her. Oh, funny. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Over the first evening, this is them Mm -hmm. saying, they're like, Mm -hmm. our dogs kept whimpering and walking through the dining room with their tails between their legs, (laughs) not lifting their heads to be able to see her on the table. The atmosphere Mm. around her seemed to be heavy and hard to breathe. As we watched TV in the other room, we heard a loud bang from the dining room. And when we went in... Oh. Our centerpiece had been on the floor. Oh, with a note. I'm kidding. Uh, with a note that said, clean up your shit. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, at one point they start talking to the doll. This is quite a story. When we asked her if she moved our things, we heard a sinister sounding laugh come through. Oh, yes. As we started to mention the dogs, it said, soon hurt. <laughs> yes. She hadn't yet, so we asked if she planned to. Did she not like them? She answered, wait. Uh. We assume meaning to wait and see if she does. As we continue to communicate, a candlestick fell off a side table. Okay. And it almost, and it almost hit, hit our hit one. their dog. Okay. Yes. Okay. Wow. Spooky dookie. And then it's like through our night vision screen, as we started to shut, shut things up. off, we could That's see her funny. eyes seem to get bright and her right eye open and closed. Uh-huh. Seeing her eyes intensify without her knowing we could was creepy. And we quickly turned lights on. We never mm-hmm. got an answer from her if she was good or evil, but her actions had ill intent. We believe she would have hurt our dogs and maybe the cats if she could, so we would not take any chances, and she has stayed outside. 
What? Why do they get this doll? I don't know. I don't know. But I also think they also immediately backpedal in this description. And they're like, uh, they do not perform on command. And they should be treated with respect and patience. Because in some cases, it may or may not. Like, there's like so many things. choice. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, okay. This is why they got it. This family who bought it has been doing paranormal investigations for 14 years. All over the United States. You're haunted, man. And they collect many haunted items. Rita. Wow. Rita. Okay, yeah, Paranormal Family is a seller. And okay. they have 291 reviews. Wow. So good for them, good Paranormal for them. Family. Good for them. So the show does not appear to be on Twitter. But you can reach Mono Gapion on Twitter at all lowercase M-A-N-O-A-G-A-P-I-O-N. And Betsy Sodaro um, might be on Twitter under Betsy Sodaro, B-E-T-S-Y-S-O-D-A-R-O. Um, but she is definitely at that exact thing on Instagram. Now you could find, um, now this Earwolf Presents thing is a little bit tricky to find. Um, I found it completely by accident by clicking a link that was tweeted out on uh, Mono Agapian's Twitter handle, actually looking for this show when I came across the feed and uh, was introduced to going deep which I sampled in episode 325. And there it went, the last episode of Succotash that I will be hosting before Halloween 2022, because the next time I host, it will be into November. Recently, I released an October special non-sequential episode of Antisocial Show, which I co-host with Hunter Block, and we made a video-only episode specifically for YouTube. It is an exploration of Halloween-themed AI art that I generated in advance of our recording. You can find that episode at www.tysonsanon.com, or you can go to YouTube and Google my name and Halloween, and the show I am talking about should pop up where you can find it. Next week, in episode 328, Mark Hirschhelm will be back to bring you something else to listen to that is most likely to be entertaining in some way to you. In the meantime, if you liked what you heard from us, there is a lot more hearing to be had, or heard, in our back catalog. It goes back 11 years. You might also consider giving us a decent review in whatever format your particular listening platform makes available for that specific function. And hey, if someone asks you if you have heard anything good or interesting lately, and either of those stipulations makes you think of us, won't you please pass the Succotash? You've been listening to Succotash, the comedy soundcast, soundcast, with your host, Tyson Saner. Brought to you by Henderson's Pants and... Imagine your company's name right here. Rate us and review us at Apple and Google Podcasts. Find us on the web at SuccotashShow.com. On Stitcher. On iHeartRadio. On YouTube. On SoundCloud. And wherever fine soundcasts are streamed and or downloaded. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Suckatash Show. Like us on Facebook. Email us at T-Y-S-O-N at SuckatashShow.com. Or call into the Suckatash Skype line at our toll call number 818-921-7212. You can also upload clips from your favorite comedy soundcasts directly to us using our direct upload link at Hightail.com slash U slash Suckatash. 
Sargatash is produced and engineered by Joe Paulino through the auspices of Studio P. Sausalito, the home of the hit. Our hosts are Mark Hershon and Tyson Sainer. Our musical director is Scott Carvey. Our booth assistant is Kenny Durgis. Sargatash is executive produced by Mark Hershon. Until next time, I'm your loyal booth announcer, Bill Haywatt, reminding you to please pass the Sargatash. Goodbye. This has been a Succotash Patch production.